Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Dean Edwards. What's going on? <laughs> Yo, it's been some time, huh? It's been a wee bit of time has passed since the last episode. Welcome to another episode of Father Buck Protocol. We back. Oh, oh, we back in the building as if we ever left. Ah, you know, and, and, and the brother's been, I've been running. Can't keep running away. All Things Comedy, shout out. Big up, uh, you know, everybody over there at All Things Comedy for being patient with it, brother. I was laying low for a wee bit. Feel me? Feel me? I disappeared. Didn't disappear, brother. Just uh, sometimes, sometimes in life we get a little busy and uh, we have to keep it moving. But uh, but I'm back. I, I appreciate everybody, everybody. That listens and supports has been patient. I know people have been uh, hitting me saying, "Yo, when's the next episode dropping?" And and it's funny because actually I um, thought about one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Alias Smith and Leroy, and they. Uh, I don't know if it's ever coming back. I know I know. Well, Owen booked like two two pilots, um, and I think one, maybe both. They might have both gotten picked up. Uh, congrats to everybody, you know, who had their shows picked up, uh, you know, the, the network upfronts, uh, occurred recently, I believe last week, if I'm not mistaken. And I know, um, I know Marlon Wayans show definitely got picked up. So congrats to him and, uh, Mitch Marshawn and, uh, you know, the crew over there at Marlon. I auditioned for that, but I, I, I said, I ain't get it. I would have been happy to get it, but. You know, you always uh you're happy when when cats are doing their thing, man. So um, who else? I don't know. Sebastian's. I thought Sebastian's. Sebastian Menescalco is uh his uh that motherfucker just followed me back. I I actually don't know if I felt certain kind of ways about that on Instagram. That's my man. We have adventures in in Riyadh and Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, <laughs> which I probably mentioned in previous episodes, man. Make sure. Uh, on a side note, you subscribe, um, subscribe, comment, like, uh, you know, the Father Muckin Pro, <laughs> Father Muckin Program, the Father Muckin Protocol, and tell a friend, man, you know, these things live sometimes by word of mouth, you know, uh, and check out, um, some of our buddies, uh, podcasts, you know, that, that also run on all things comedy, uh, you know, Dean Del Rey's Let There Be Talk, and, Ian Edwards, soccer comic brand, and a bunch of other. Kira Sultanovich, who just just finally learned how to <laughs> learned how to periscope, but attempted to do it while jogging. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, uh, Brad Williams on his uh, his new comedy special just premiered on Showtime. I'm sure they're breaking. Uh, they they have podcasts about last night, so you make sure you check them out. Uh, him and Adam Ray. His new comedy special just uh, just premiered on uh, on Showtime, so so make sure you support the brother, uh, little man doing big things. Feel me? Um, where have I been? Well, part of me's been in mourning. I ain't gonna front. I was a little little uh, little saddened at the fact that uh, we we lost his his purple badness. Um, Prince passed away, man, and. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's funny. I talked to uh, I talked to Harris about it. And Harris was like, "Yo, uh, were you real affected? Were you did did you cry?" I said, "You know what? I don't know if I cried. I got a little. Uh, I took a moment to reflect. Uh, 
And I think what's what's interesting with, with certain artists is that you don't realize how much they uh they affected you or might have affected your your growth or, or helped you get through a particular moment um in your in your lives, man. Prince uh Prince had a lot of songs. His was funny. The weekend he passed, uh well, he passed I think on uh I think on a Thursday. And, uh, and so that weekend I was working in the city and, um, and I decided, I was like, you know what, I want to, um, I really want to, uh, just listen to Prince, you know, I really want to listen to Prince. I want to hear some, uh, some Prince music. And, um, so I went online. I was like, you know what, I'm going to just, let, let me see what I'm going to download. Cause funny, I have... I have um you know some prints on my uh on my laptop but just never because you go through so many phones you feel me you go through so many phones you're like all right well i'll transfer this song and that song and just never do never transferred i think i might have had maybe one prince record uh on, on the uh on the ipad on, on my phone actually and so i so i was like all right you know what i always liked uh I was like seven. Oh, seven, and we watch them fall. And I was like, I'm gonna download that. Then I was like, well, maybe I'll download uh, what's the joint? Money don't matter tonight. It sure didn't matter yesterday. So I download that, and then Thieves in the Temple of Love. Then I was, and it was one of those greatest hits compilation records that had a bunch of tracks, and the album was like twenty three dollars. Right, the album was twenty three dollars, or you buy. I think each track was uh, was it a dollar ninety nine and ninety nine cents? Might have been dollar ninety nine. Varied from ninety nine to a dollar ninety nine, and I wound up downloading like uh, what about seven songs? Pop life, pop life. What you putting in your nose? Is that where your money goes? Uh, uh, I wanna be your number. And the controversy. It's funny because these are all songs. I think I knew controversy before I realized it was Prince. My uh, my cousin actually put me on to uh, Prince. She was a big, big Prince fan. Oh, and Riley saying me. Um, so I downloaded like seven songs. My cousin, she she was a big. I remember she was into Prince before I even knew who Prince was. I really didn't uh, find out who Prince was until... Uh, until the 1999 album when we moved to the suburbs funny story actually um when when we moved to the burbs in like 1999 uh and when 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 those songs came out i recognized him because i was like oh that's the dude that's on my cousin's wall in the purple with the big hair. And I couldn't figure out if his hair was a was a jerry curl or a pompadour. Or he just had the good hair. That's that's how we do it back then. Oh, he must have the good hair. And um and I think I also being that I was uh one of a, you know, a smaller amount of people when we moved to the Burbs, there were fewer fewer black people um around and so I gravitated when I saw someone that looked like they might be like me, you know, as as many people do. So, you know, it was Prince and uh, and Michael Jackson for me in um, in, in that era 
of of my of my life. Um, yeah, man, it's just it's, it's sad, and um, and I was gone. I was away at sea. I was away at sea for uh, for a number of weeks, and um, and so I wasn't aware of you know the conspiracy theories surrounding uh, Prince's passing. I uh, I did not know. I had no idea that um that you know that you know people are saying that drugs are involved because he seemed like such a clean a clean cat. I don't know. I um um I saw Dick Gregory uh Dick Gregory went off on <laughs> on some clip on YouTube. Um but ultimately, you know, regardless of how he passed, he's he's gone, man. You know, um I saw a uh saw a funny funny post but there was a, a lot of truth uh underneath it you know saying now uh, it was online and it said i'm gonna need somebody to buy i think royale shout out to my man royale watkins uh royale said i'm gonna need somebody to bubble wrap stevie wonder because he's all we got left and it's true it's like all all these uh all these icons from from our youth are slowly passing away and passing away they're not they're not old you know um the, you know, 57 is not, that's younger than my dad. Like, my dad, my dad wasn't even old. He passed, I think, he was 63. Um, and that's not old, but I guess um, in, in in black people terms, that's, that's uh, I think the average black man lives about 63, 64. Uh, and, you, and you hope that, <laughs> you hope that you can sort of beat the odds on, uh, on that otherwise i ain't ain't got but so much time left (laughs) try to think what what prince record uh you know what the prince one of the prince records like i said i just ran down to y'all the 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 songs that like were 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 strong to me that always spoke to me and uh money don't matter uh was i remember i remember it was a big deal because spike lee directed i don't think people realize how how cool uh spike lee and prince had become um over the years but spike directed the video for money don't matter i remember the father the father in that video was also the dad in in maddie rich's straight out of brooklyn right i for some because he had a he had a uh, he had a distinctive face i think he actually if I'm not mistaken, I think he and I were in the same episode of The Sopranos together. I'd have to look now. I gotta now now, brother. Gotta double check that. That's that's what IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. That's what it's for, really. If you re- if you really think about it, that's what it's for. Let me see. Straight out of, I was just watching straight out of not straight out of Compton. I was just watching Boys in the Hood. Um, is is am I? Be honest. Am I the only one that anytime you watch that movie, and you see Ricky in in the alleyway right before he gets shot, and he's he's scratching out the uh, little uh, scratch lottery game. Am I the only one that gets annoyed at him? And then even when he uh, when Trey yells out Ricky, and he starts running, don't you say to yourself, man, you played football zigzag? What's <laughs> right? Is, is it just me? I might have. I'm having a deja vu moment. I might have actually said that 
um, on a previous uh, episode. But but seriously, man, I get to, that's because the movie. <laughs> as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, this movie's really miserable. At the end, like because uh, you know, uh, Doughboy's like, shoot, all I know, maybe maybe they smoke me. Don't matter much though. And then uh, then Trey's like, Doe, you still got one brother left. And then Doughboy walks off. You hear, you hear the saxophone playing. And then it says, the next day, Doughboy saw his brother buried. And then uh, Doughboy's body disappears as he walks away. And then it says, two weeks later, he was murdered. And I, was, I don't know if it's the first time that it just hit me. I was like, this movie is, is miserable. Holy they brought the they brought Ricky back to the crib. Like, why wouldn't you bring Ricky to the hospital? Number one, these are questions you gotta ask yourself when you watch certain movies. Um, why wouldn't you bring uh, Ricky to the hospital after he just got his chest blown out uh, by a shotgun? Um, uh, you just ruined uh, the upholstery in, in Doughboy's uh, Impala. I think it was Impala, a Chevy. Uh, you just ruined the car. Um, I don't want to ride in your car where you got blood stains all over it, right? Trey ruined his clothes. Trey ruined his clothes, but but uh, he went with them to go. <laughs> he went with them initially to go, uh, you know, murk, murk the dudes that took out Ricky. And then he asked, Doe, let me out. And they just dropped him off uh, in the middle of, you know, Crenshaw district, whatever, middle of LA, he's walking bloodied up and nobody stopped him. Cops ain't stopped nothing. Nobody said, Hey, uh, dog, you, uh, you got him bloody right now. He looked like he just, he just escaped from a episode of walking dead and nobody had anything to say about him. But the night before he was in, he was in his car, got pulled over and, or, and, and the cops, Found a way to pull him over in his car. Which actually, on a side note, never realized this, son. I never realized until uh, until this evening when I was watching it that the cops get an uh, APB for a blue Volkswagen. Might have been Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, APB for a blue Volkswagen. There was a 187. So while they were getting uh, the work, I get that finally I always wondered why they pulled them over. And I was like, oh, they were looking for this vehicle. So it kind of made a little more sense. Um and then y'all ruined uh ruined Doughboy and Ricky's mother's uh furniture. Fortunately, in black neighborhoods, um black black families, um Italian families, even some Greek families I've known, uh were big on the the plastic um over the furniture. So in this particular case, it actually worked to their benefit because Ricky's bloodstained body, yes, it stained the plastic, but you could get a little Comet bleach and a, a, a Brillo pad and probably wash, wash that blood right up out of there. Thank you. I'll be here all night. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so, dude, he was on the episode of, uh, of The Sopranos. His name is, uh, his name, his name here. Uh, George T. Odom. Uh, yeah, he was in the Hurricane Strat of Brooklyn, Malcolm X, done a couple of, uh, Spike Lee joints. 
Law and Order, he's been on a bunch of times. And, and that episode of Sopranos, which is interesting. I wonder if I if I said to him, hey, man, why you in? Why am I talking to Eddie Murphy's voice? Why am I speaking in this voice right now? Anywho, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, money, money don't matter. The reason I, I I always dug that song, man, is because uh, because it, it, you know, you know, you in college. It, was that college or that might have been high school? No, that was college. I think that was college because that came out like uh, early to mid nineties. I think I want to say. That it was on the uh, on the Diamonds and Pearls album, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, yeah, I just thought that the lyrics would do. One more card and it's 22. A lucky for him making. He never had respect for money, it's true. That's why he never wins. That's why he never ever has enough to treat his lady right. He just pushes her away in a hump and said, Money don't matter tonight. Money don't matter tonight. Anyway, you can look up the lyrics. I just saw, thought the song was uh, heavy, and then the, the final verse where they're talking about sending kids off to war um, just for oil. So, what if we're controlling all the oil? Is it worth the child dying for? Is it worth it? Long life. What we all live for, long life. Here, hold up. I'm, I, I think that part is coming up. So what if we're controlling all the oil? Is it worth the child dying for? Is it worth that? Long life is what we all live for. And long life will come to pass. Ooh, anything better than a picture of a child in a cloud of gas And you think you got it bad money no matter to Alright, that's enough. I don't want I want Prince of the State of Prince to uh sue a brother for using that little excerpt. But yeah, that's that song always uh song always spoke to me, man. Uh you know, and uh there there have been artists that um you know, as as a performer, as an artist myself, there there've always been artists that that spoke to truths that um, and they they put them in such a an eloquent, artistic way, um, but still simple enough. You know, they used the kiss method and kept it simple enough to uh, to resonate to the masses. I just uh, always thought I mean, I. Look now, now that I hear that, I'm actually uh, a little, little, uh, little. I'm not misty, but just a little saddened. Uh, again, that that prince is gone, man. Um, like a week before that, uh, DJ Spinner had done another Soul Slam with the music of Prince. So it was um, not even a week, like five days prior, the weekend before, and um, and the brother's brother's gone. And jeez, uh, I remember, I remember being a, being a kid and and. Seeing seeing someone like Prince, you know, that looked way left of what everybody else was looking like. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, I think that's what was uh, so dope about Prince. You're like, wait, this dude, this dude don't look nothing like anybody else out here, son. <laughs> he looked totally different than what everybody else was doing. And you appreciated it because... 
you realize the you know what what makes us all dope is is our is our individuality and when you can embrace your individuality and and uh not only um resist conforming but sort of you know embrace and even run with your individuality and 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 hold it up to the world and say this is me and you gonna like it which is what what i feel like prince did you know he uh he said and and well he said here I, i'm dope and i'm different and and you gonna like me anyway <laughs> i'm dope and i'm different and you gonna like me anyway I, I just think that's dope and here's what's crazy so i had i'm big on the um uh, you know, Kindle on Kindle on my phone, right? I've Kindled. I have the Kindle app on my phone, as well as on my Kindle, which I don't ever use anymore. And I have a bunch of different books, and anytime I see a book that sounds interesting, um, whether I am reading an article or or uh, see something um, in, in you know in the news or magazine or, or just I'm, I'm out and about in the world if i see something that looks interesting i usually will tell myself you know what i'm gonna check that out i'm gonna i'm gonna uh i'm gonna download the sample that's that's what i actually do appreciate about uh kindle and the kindle app the people the good people at kindle is that you can you can you can get these samples of of books to decide whether or not you're going to purchase the entire book, which is another, I mean, it's another way of sort of browsing. It's just the equivalent of going into a, a Barnes and Nobles, or I was going to say Borders, but I don't even know if Borders is even open anymore. But it's like going into Barnes and Noble or even a library. Um, shout out to everybody out there that, that you know, will actually use, that, that has a library card, man. Do people, it's like a lost art form. Just having a library card. When you were a kid, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, you had to have your library card and you had to renew it every year. And if you didn't bring your books back on time, there was a penalty. And there was, there was a penalty. So you kind of, uh, you were forced to finish reading a book lest you have to pay pay some additional penalty because you didn't want to bring it back to the library and have to recheck it out so you just keep it keep it extra time geez i remember that remember the dewey decimal system does anybody remember the dewey Do shout out if you remember the dewey decimal system uh tweet it to me and i'll tweet you back tweet me and i'll tweet you back put lotion on me anyone anyone anyway um yeah i just like I remember the Dewey Decimal. I remember the Dewey Decimal System. I remember uh, Ditto Paper. And I remember uh, the Xerox machine. And anyway, <clears throat> so what I do, I usually will, will download, uh, as soon as I see a book, and I say, you know what, that might be something that I'd like to read, if not now, then down the line. I'll download a sample, because the sample also is a reminder to me that here it's on on your phone you may not read it now but you want to read it like here let's go through there's a point to everything i'm saying right uh let's see uh some of the things on my on on my uh on my kindle app here on my phone 
We have uh, Charles F. Haddow, The Master Key System. Uh, excellent book. Uh, the War for Late Night by Bill Carter. I read that. These were books I actually read. The War of Art. Excellent book that that I might have mentioned on here before, man. It's, um, it's about winning the inner creative battle for all creatives out there. Anyone creative, um, definitely get that book. The War of Art, man. It will it will help you address the procrastination that you are dealing with as I'm dealing with because we all deal with procrastination and discipline is is a constant challenge for all of us um and even if you're not creative it's just it's, it's a good book to read because we all need discipline and we all need um focus and sometimes you need someone to remind you to turn off the wi-fi or 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 just focus down your side uh the law of success in 16 lessons complete uh that's full book obviously uh world war z that's my man shout out to max brooks um oh peep so i have <laughs> this is the entire uh i have the, the entire four book series of game of thrones which is which is on uh season six right now season six uh stepped it up son yo khaleesi got busy last week and showed you that that yo you you mess with the uh the mother of dragons you gonna get burned son so i have uh i have let's see we have the four book series a feast for crows a storm of swords a clash of kings a game of thrones right the complete fire and ice uh series and i've been reading these now for <laughs> shoot, probably like two three years i got probably even more probably been reading them even longer than that son um and every time i read and i'm reading and consistently reading i i only make it I, i'll read for like a week or two i'm like i put a dent in it but because it's four books I would, what might have seen like 10 chapters will only say like a half percentage of the book. So I, I, I'm about 20, 26% through, which means I guess I'm one book through. Uh, that's frustrating. Um, good thing about the TV shows, the TV shows now ahead of the book. So the books ain't necessary. Books fill in the blanks. People always, people that read a lot always want to tell you, you know, there's a lot of things in the book that, uh, they don't cover in the uh, series. Yeah, but you get to sleep after the series is over. I have to watch it for an hour. Whereas if I read too long, I get sleepy. Uh, there's another book. Oh, and here's the kicker. Conversations with 25 humor writers on their craft. Total Memory make Total Memory Makeover Mary Lou Henna. Uh, you know, she, she has uh, one of those photographic memories. So, um... um yeah, I keep forgetting to read that book. <laughs> That's funny. The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Uh, uh, this is a good... I actually read both of these books already. Uh, Jim Bernheimer, uh, Dead Eye, Pennies for the Ferryman, and then Dead Eye, The Skinwalker Conspiracy. is about this dude that uh, he, he gets an eye transplant... And winds up able to see dead people. Is I actually, it sounds kind of nutty, but pretty pretty decent uh, series. I wonder if they there's another book. Um, the complete uh, acid. Wait, uh, the complete history of LSD. 
the CIA, the 60s, and beyond. Acid Dreams is the name of the book. Um, let's see. Let's see. What else? Um, Star, Star Wars, Darth Plagueis. Uh, this one says I'm 2% in. Uh, I'll get back to that, I'm sure. Relentless. Tim S. Grover's Relentless. From Good to Great to Unstoppable. I haven't read that, that one yet. Um, but I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Uh, the Tower of Wu by the RZA. Harlem Hellfighters, my man Max Brooks. Great book. Um, Mo Metam Lose, The World According to Quest Love. That's a sample because I want to actually, it was good. Good. I just, um, I got to get the, I want to get the hardcover of that. Uh, Still Like an Artist. 10 Things Nobody Told You About Being Creative, Austin Kleon. You notice a pattern? I like I like uh, books on creativity, man. You're always looking for other ways to inspire. Uh, I don't even know if this book is actually still in print, you know, with all the drama. Uh, Cosby, His Life and Times, Kazan on Directing, All His Jazz, The Life and Death of Bob Fosse. That's a sample. Deadliest Special Ops Snipers, The Reaper by Nicholas Irving with Gary Brozek. That's a sample. The Psychology of Influence, The Psychology Influence of Persuasion. Uh, uh, Phil Jackson's Eleven Rings, dope book. Brothers be like, yo, George, ain't that funkin' kind of hard on you? That's a, a memoir by George Clinton. That's a sample. Uh, anyway, uh, Love Goes to Buildings on Fire. It was about, like, um, five years in New York that changed music forever by Will Hermes. And all this to say, if, uh, if any of y'all looking for, uh, decent books to read, um, maybe, maybe I spark you to go read something, uh, interesting. Ray Barry, Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. Uh, Sick in the Head by Judd Apatow, which I've also said in the past. Very similar premise and idea to Comic Insights by Franklin Ajayi. As not to take away from Mr. Apatow's book. Uh, however, Ajayi also did something similar. And you might want to check out both books. Um, shout out to my man Fred Stoller, I think, has a podcast on all things comedy. Check out his joint. I uh, read both his books Uh my Seinfeld Year, which was a Kindle single by Fred Stoller. The Art of Peace by Mordechai Oshiba. I haven't read that one yet, just to have the sample. And then Fred Stoller had a newly updated, Maybe We'll Have You Back, The Life of a Perennial TV Guest Star by Fred Stoller. Uh, someone told me about Fields of Success, uh, uh, Raised Expectations by Dr. Joseph Prophet. Uh, this book lived by, if you're an actor, Larry Morse. The Intent to Live, Achieving Your True Potential as an Actor. Great book, great uh, uh, master thespian and what I call the, the actor whisperer. Uh, the Secret History of the World by Mark Booth. Enough said. Mind Power into the 21st Century by John Keel. L.A. Reed. I just got this sample. I'm getting this book. Hugh actually told me about it um, recently. He was reading it. Uh, Sing to Me by L.A. Reed. Yeah, the master key system. I have that book twice. That's how much I enjoyed the book. I, I uh, this one was in twenty-four parts with questionnaire and glossary. And this is the book that I initially uh, began speaking about. I found this book. I got this sample um, uh, of this book. Jeez, probably like a year, two years ago by Alan Light. 
It's called Let's Go Crazy, Prince and the Making of Purple Rain. Celebrating 30 years of Purple Rain. Yo, man, would I tell you that this book is really good, son, because it talks about the history. Uh, it's 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 semi-autobiographical because it it does deal with Prince in the early years, but it doesn't go as as it's it's not like it it doesn't go into Prince Rogers Nelson when he was you know three years old. It it it, it just sort of glazes over some of his youth, but we really the book really picks up when he um when he first uh you know started um you know preparing his band and it's it's an amazing book man it's it's a, actually an amazing story um as told not just um by some journalist or, or some writer but it's told by the people that that uh that lived it you know um many of his band many of his uh his bandmates that that were in um his early bands on his first three albums and then the the revolution and how uh um uh was it des williams i forgot i forgot when his original band members left uh because um he, i think he was a uh, christian at the same time uh was it wendy at least wendy and lisa his two his two um musicians um that were in the revolution and I think it was, was it Lisa or was it Wendy? I get confused by the two, but whichever one, one of them wasn't even in the band. Her sister was dating Prince. She wound up uh, in the band after um, this other band member left because the music was getting a little too risque. And, and then she came in and helped sort of balance. She was like the yin to his yang. Man, it's a really good book. Let's go crazy. That's um, and and it's what's what's insanity to me is that I've had this book on my phone <laughs> for a good year or two, and just kept being lazy about reading it. We notice a pattern uh, forming here. It was a wee bit lazy, but um, you know, after after he passed, which is always the case, isn't that always the case? That then that you know something dramatic happens and then you're like you suddenly start uh glancing over everything someone did and you're like and, and you appreciate it more and appreciate their journey more and um it's, it's it's very interesting hearing about um how prince helped put together the time and he helped put together vanity six and and so many other uh components that that helped uh really shape the sound of the the minneapolis sound you know and um geez and even he decided he wanted to make a movie like which is something you would realize he after after the success of his third album uh, after the success of 1999 that which might have was that his third or fourth album it's all a blur, but um, after after he had some success with with 1999, he knew he wanted to conquer movies, and he'd been sort of jotting down notes and ideas for movies, and uh, he brings in this this uh, newly new graduate from a uh, film school, who wound up directing the movie and 
writing is it's, it's just very interesting story so if y'all get a chance go uh go read that book let's go crazy good book um i'm actually not gonna uh not gonna make this this episode too long because um, i'm gonna tell you what what i wanted to do wanted to uh I want to talk to y'all about uh, the Bad Boy Reunion Tour, son. <laughs> Yo. The Bad Boy Reunion Tour is is going to be... Uh, well, here's what's funny. The concert uh, just occurred this weekend. I was fortunate enough to go. I wasn't going to go because I didn't agree with the... Uh, with the price of the tickets. Way the 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 ticket people are really tripping as far as the cost of tickets for 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 cheap seats, right? But then at the last minute I said, you know what? You're gonna regret not going. <laughs> and I would have I would have regretted not going. So, so I did uh I did decide to go, and um. I'm glad I did, but I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that because there was so much that that occurred. No, it, I mean the concert was fire, son. The concert was was concert was it was bananas, son. Um, concert was bananas. Uh, but but I think the success of of uh, these two dates they did fr- because originally they were doing Friday, and. Uh, and they they decided to uh, add a second date Saturday, and I guess the success of uh, of the the ticket sales, which makes sense because they were so damn expensive. But the the success of ticket selling um, on Friday and Saturday both selling out, they decided here we're gonna take this thing on the road, and so now the um, the Bad Boys twenty year anniversary tour is uh is is a thing is is happening and they're uh they're going on tour coming coming to a city near you I actually uh I knew um a boy uh a boy upstate he he wanted to go so I was like I'm gonna find out and him and it's not gonna be Buffalo or Syracuse or Rochester sorry general. <laughs> Um, but but uh, go online because they're doing. I think uh, as of now they're doing probably like uh, I think it's looks like it's about twenty, twenty three to twenty four dates starting in late August going through to uh, October, and I'm sure they'll probably add dates. I was actually curious. I wonder if they're going to Cali. I wonder if they're going to um to L. A. And uh, nah, interesting. They're going to San Diego. And they're going to Oakland, but but okay, they are doing uh, Los Angeles. They're doing the Forum. Interesting, the Forum. That's old school instead of uh, the Staples Center. Um, oh, they're doing October fourth, sixth, and eighth, um, going through through Cali and Arizona. So yeah, so good for them, man. Happy uh, happy to to see uh, Puffy and them doing their thing, and um, and you gotta salute. You know what? Puffy said it some twenty some odd years ago. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> you know, and they bet we we ain't. Yo, they're still going. And and honestly, 
my wife made a good point. What was Carl Thomas doing last Wednesday? Huh? Honestly, I mean, aren't you happy? I'm ha See, I'm always happy when I see artists that weren't really uh, doing as much work out in front of the camera. Who knows? Well, we know Carl Thomas uh, might be a successful songwriter and he ghostwrites and, and has a very nice living, but it's nice to see them come out. Actually, Carl Thomas ripped. He did three songs and uh, and, and put his foot in them like, like, <laughs> like this. I'm going to say so destroyed. I was actually very happy for him because I didn't realize. I was like, oh, he did have, he had that other song too. But I didn't realize Carl had that many three hits. <laughs> anyway, that that sounds like I'm I'm Carl Thomas bashing. I'm really not. Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll, I'll fill y'all in to the uh, fill y'all in to the concert um, next week. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. That's exactly what I'm gonna do, sir. I yo, uh, it's been real sorry. It took so long to get back at you, baby. Um. But, but before the Muck Protocol, we back in the building, son. So you, uh, I'll scream at y'all in, in seven days or less. And y'all be good. Subscribe, comment, like, uh, tell a friend to do the same. And we'll catch y'all next week, all right? All love, two fingers, peace and.